Warning, this podcast is solely based on smut books. The definition of smut is a story that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. This is a warning for all listeners to proceed with caution. There will be explicit content, sex talk, and triggering subjects. We will provide a trigger warning before each episode. This podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. We're your hosts. I'm Tisha. And I'm Corey. Welcome back to our podcast. Okay, so we have been doing this since 9.30 in the morning. It is now like 2.40 in the afternoon. (laughs) It's been a fucking shit show. Our equipment wasn't working, so my brother had to come over and help us get everything set up. And yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a headache, but it's also been (laughs) a lot of learning experiences. But you know what? We're here and we are ready, finally. So we are doing something we'd like to call the fuck-up segment, where at the beginning of each episode, (laughs) we are going to fully realize what we did last week that we fucked up on. 100%. (laughs) So the first thing is, last week we recorded so good, like, we did it in one take, like, no issues. And then when we exported the audio, every time we'd stop talking, it would do, like, a whooshing sound in between our words. Yeah. And so we had to try to fix that. So hopefully this episode doesn't have that. Fingers crossed, everybody, because we don't want that. We want it to sound good. Yes. (laughs) Another thing that we noticed that we did is we are fully aware that Penelope Douglas identifies as they, there, and we did use the pronoun she. And we want to apologize about that. That was totally our bad. We understand that... Penelope identifies as they there. It's definitely a learning curve. And that is something that personally I have to work on. Like I have caught myself, we've realized it and I've had to catch myself how many times now. So it is something we're working on. If it slips out, we will try our hardest to fix it. So don't come for us. I promise we recognize it. And I promise we are working on this. Yes. Okay. My next thing (laughs) is in our last episode, I fucked up and I said that dark romance is a book trope. It's not a book trope. It's a subgenre, right? Yes. Okay. So I do fully aware. I'm, I am fully aware of that. I just fucked up. I got too excited talking about it and I just stumbled it out. So it's been bothering me since we recorded last week and I don't think I've shut up about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag <today>. anxiety. <laughs> yep. Right there. So the next thing that I did. So <laughs> I told my boyfriend after we recorded how we all broke out in song about the My Mind's Telling Me No. And then he started singing Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. And I was like, okay, R. Kelly, calm down over there. And he was like, you were just singing it. And I was like, I was. And he's like, that's the beginning (laughs) to the song. And I was like, holy shit. I did not realize that was R. Kelly. I was like, now I feel bad because we do not fucking condone R. Kelly. Hell to the motherfucking no. 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 (laughs) He is a piece of shit. Yes. He's a pedophile. And so I am sorry about that. I just... That was the first song that came into my head, and I didn't even know it was R. Kelly, so... I didn't even catch it. I think we just caught so into the moment of recording, because once you're behind your mic and you have your headphones on, the camera's rolling, you're like, I feel fucking good, I'm gonna just go with this shit, and then later, once you've listened to it or you talk about it, you're like, oh, fuck, how many fuck-ups can I have in one episode? But it's, we're learning, we're going through all of it. Yes. So... It's going to be a bumpy road. Yes. And if our listeners notice anything that we say that's wrong, please tell us. Like, yeah. we want to know. We we don't want to say things wrong or, like, right. hurt anybody mm-hmm. or offend anybody or anything like that. So please let us know so we can make it better. Yeah. We can learn from our 
mistakes that happen and we can always grow as a person and I feel like that's something especially when we're trying to be more in like a public setting talking Mm -hmm. to people and learning everything that needs to be learned so yes agreed and one thing I do live in a tiny ass apartment and my neighbors are home so I do apologize if you can hear them (laughs) stomping above us or their dog barking so we're doing our best guys (laughs) Alrighty, so let's just jump into what we are reviewing today today we are going to review the Ravenhood series by Kate Stewart okay so as if you know this book if you've been on book talk if you've heard people talk about this the first rule of the Ravenhood series is you do not talk about the Ravenhood series. Second rule of the Ravenhood series is you do not talk about the Ravenhood series. So, we are not doing a synopsis today. We are not going into detail. Mm-hmm. We are going to have a very neutral conversation about it and hopefully get you guys to go and read this fucking book. Yes, because you have to go in blind. And we will explain more in just a minute. So, the genre is a contemporary romance. It's an N.A., which is also a new adult, so that's also just where it stands. Like, you have your adult romances, your young adults. It's what attracts to the reader, so I would say a new adult is somebody who's, like, maybe 18 and older should read this just due to some of the scenes that happen as well as the content that is within this book. Yes. The book trope is a forbidden love and enemies to lovers, and again, a trope speaks to the type of story that readers expect. Yes. There are no listed trigger warnings in this book, but as a courtesy, you will cry like a little bitch in this book. It will destroy you. So do not read this book in public or if you are mentally unstable and cannot handle real life situations that can affect it. Yes, yes, it destroys you. (laughs) I am the kind of person that does not like to cry. I won't watch movies that are sad. I won't read books that are sad. I just, I stay away from it because I like to suppress my emotions and my trauma and I push that shit down and if I start crying it's not going to stop so I avoid it at all costs and this book fucking destroyed me you know I could say I'm the complete opposite depending on my mood I love books or movies that make me cry and I knew at some point that this book was going to make you cry because on book talk it was such a a big book it was one of the top ones when I got onto book talk that was recommended for Mm -hmm. our for the listeners and so I knew there was a sad part. I knew shit was going to go down to make you ball like a little bitch, but I still wasn't prepared going into this book. Like, I was just like, oh my god, I bawled. Yes, and you read it before me, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I love about us. She's reading the Madison Kate series right now. I've read it already. <laughs> she hasn't, and so this bitch is trying to pry every little thing out of me, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, and she did the same thing with me with this series. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? I'm so confused. Can you explain this? And I'm trying to guess what's going to happen, and she's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I think that's where we value the shock factor of the books is If you read it first or if I read it first, nobody's going to have that spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. We're not going to ruin it for each other because we want that authentic reaction from each other. Because if I, like for this, I went through it first and I knew your reaction was coming and I was so excited to see how you would react (laughs) the same as you are with the series I'm reading right now, which we will do a review on later. But you are like, it's like makes you fucking giddy when you can talk to somebody and you're like, oh my god, you're almost in this part, you know? (laughs) And it's super fun, too, because we also don't want to ruin the story for each other because we Mm -hmm. want the full reaction from each other to see if it's the same or, like, where we touch differently because it's fun to discuss it. Like, you have that point of view, but Mm -hmm. I have this point of view. Mm -hmm. So it's super cool to see, like, 
what different readers get out of a book and out of a story. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jinx, yummy Coke. Jinx. <laughs> so, again, we're not doing a synopsis. It's not happening. We're not breaking the rules because the rules are you do not talk about the Ravenhood trilogy. So, we're going to just kind of talk about what each book mm-hmm. name is and what emotions to be expected out of the book. I think that's fair. I think that keeps us on common ground. Yes. No. We're not breaking rules. We're not breaking this. rules. I don't want Kate Stewart to come for me. I don't want Kate Stewart or any of the fucking <laughs> readers of this to come for me. Seriously. Be- because it's seriously, I don't want to say it's like a gang, but in a kind of way it is. It's like, you don't fucking talk about it because it's all come for you, bitch. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so the first book is called Flock. Um, in this book, you're going to be confused as fuck. Like, I remember when I read it before, because obviously, like I've mentioned, we've mentioned multiple times now, I read it first. And I felt fucking stupid. Like, I was just <laughs> like, oh my god, am I, what the fuck am I missing? Like, and I had nobody to talk to. Yeah. Because one, you didn't read it, nobody talks about it, so I'm like, okay, am I just supposed to be confused? Am I supposed to, like, was I supposed to pick up on between the lines, you know? But you're supposed to be confused. Yes. There's a reason for it. Yes. And that's one thing I remember when I was reading it, too. I was just like, I had to go back and, like, reread chapters because mm-hmm. I'm like, did I miss something? But mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Corey, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I am so confused. Like, why mm-hmm. is it so secretive and just cryptic? And mm-hmm. But this is the book that you start to fall in love with the characters. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of angst and a lot of drama and... Some spice. Uh, yeah. There's, there's some chirp scenes, yeah, so don't the, worry. The lake scene. We oh. can talk about the lake scene a little bit because mm. it has been mentioned. I was not prepared for it. And this is something else I want to touch on while we're talking about this that I was thinking. I see a lot of people who are confused and ask if this is an RH. This book is not an RH. So an Yep, For the, pe- the people who don't know what RH is, it's a reverse harem. Again, we're going to be breaking down the acronyms. Reverse harem is so kind of look at it like as a polygamy standpoint a Mm -hmm. man with multiple wives and rh is a female with multiple partners in a relationship it's three or more right so it's three or more and there is a happy ending but she never has to choose between the three whereas in this book there is a choice that is made that does not lead it to be an RH. Yes. Can I say that safely? Yes, I feel okay. like that was secretive enough. <laughs> I'm like, I really... I would have slapped you. <laughs> I know, I'm like, please, I don't want to fucking ruin this. So, if you're going to read this series, be prepared for the first book to really be confusing, but you get through it, I promise. Yeah, just keep pushing on. Yes. That's the main theme of this book, or just, this series. Just go. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Agreed. Okay. So the second book is Exodus. This is the book that is literally going to rip your heart out. And you're going to be destroyed. You're going to ball like a little bitch. You're going to be mad at the main character. You're not going to get very many answers. You get some. Yeah, very little. Yeah. Just a skosh. (laughs) Just a skosh. (laughs) And the quote that we've all heard from this book is, we love rainy days, don't we, baby? Oh, it just turns out your heart I'm going to cry just reading that. But I have to say, when we were reading this book, when you read it, I was waiting, I was anticipating your reaction to this book, because the first one, you're like, what the fuck? Like, Freaking the fuck out. You go into the second one and you're like, 
okay. And then you start to hate, and the main character, her name is Cecilia. We can say this. It's not going to harm anything. I fucking hated her. I was livid at her. And I almost didn't want to read the third book. Now, if you, for those of you that don't know me, I cannot not finish a series. So, of course, <laughs> I was going to read a third one. But I really didn't want to finish it. So, when you read it, you felt the same way, right? Yes. And, again, I needed more. Mm-hmm. And this is a big topic on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. I have seen so many people say, I'm destroyed. I don't want to read the third book. Agreed. I Does it give you closure? Like, they are very on the fence about reading the third book. And I'm here to tell you, read the fucking third book. Right. So, are we going to jump into the third one? Do you have anything else we need to say about this? You know, I have all the things to say, but I just can't because right. I don't want to get murdered by my fellow book talkers and Kate Stewart's recovery room. <laughs> I, amen, sister. A fucking men. Okay, so the third book, which is The Finish Line. Um, a lot of people, how you just said, were very hesitant on this. Me being one of them mm-hmm. because you just get so destroyed. Also, with the second one. I highly recommend that you do not read this in public. Read it in the comfort of your own fucking yes, home. Yes, that's another thing I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. I remember I was here with my boyfriend. My kids were at their dad's house, and it was just me and him. And I finished, and I got up, I went pee, and I came out in the kitchen, and he was standing there, and I just, like, looked so sad, and he was like, are you okay? And I just started bawling. <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong? I was like, my b- book. And he's like... <laughs> Really? I'm like, you don't understand. I'm so glad you like <laughs> legit cried because I remember I had gone to dinner at my boyfriend's family's house and I knew that this part was coming. I just could tell what, the angst of what was building up to it. And I had guessed what was going to happen. I'm so sad that I was right, but I still, it came out. It was a fuzz. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I just was like, what, do I need to close to my mic? What's going on? Um, anyways. So as soon as we got home, I ran and got under my blanket and I just curled up in a little ball like a little bitch and I read it and my brother and my boyfriend were sitting right there and I was bawling and they just looked at me and they were making fun of me because I was crying from my book, but I'm like, you guys don't understand. I got so emotional. Like it's, I I almost ruined it right there, but you just get so attached to everything in a book. Yes. It's your own story. Those are your friends and you're character in this right story you're like the fly on the wall that sees everything that happened and so huh i said literally okay (laughs) like you just don't ever an author could turn a book and twist it in any fucking way shape or form and that stabs you in the heart Mm -hmm. they fuck with you hard that's why there's a recovery room with no no lube lube. (laughs) raw noggin hard as fuck and you're just like you're not prepared for it and so Going into the third one, I understand why people are hesitant with this. I get uh, I really do. Yes. And can I just say, it's not like getting fucked in the ass without lube. It's like <laughs> a high-speed lane change. Like, no warning. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that was the perfect analogy for this. I love it. Yes. No, for sure. So, you have been warned. Don't read this book in public. Don't read it if you're mentally unstable. And just know, everything will be okay. Hopefully, okay-ish. Okay. Reach out to us on Instagram if you need a, a an ear. Yeah, to we're, we're here. We'll talk this book all day with you <laughs> we'll guys. We'll be your therapist. But in private, in a private DM, not yes, publicly. Not public. Okay, back to the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> so as we said, Cecilia, she really kind of rubbed us the wrong way in the second book. It was something both of us felt. Yeah. In this book, she totally redeems herself. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Yes, I would agree with you on that. And I'm so glad you felt that with me because I thought I was going through it alone. And then when she came in in the third one, she's still on my fucking shit list. Like, 100%. (laughs) I was not her fan at all. And then the story got in and I was like, okay, you're chill, chick. You're good. Yes, yes, yes. So it does mend the broken heart in a way. It, I don't know how your heart can be mended after the second book, but it does patch it up as best as it can. Yes, that's the best way to put it. Because you're not over it. No. I still fucking hurt, and it's been, what, six I, months since I was gonna say, I how read... long has it been since we read it? Six months, probably. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Yeah. And it still is, like, that little, that little string that's hanging out every time you see something about it. Yes. It's like, let's pull that. Yeah, and <laughs> even songs in the book. I was literally, so, like I said, we've worked in the dental, the dental field for... Mm-hmm eight, nine years. Mm -hmm. And I was at Dub Scrubs the other day getting new scrubs (laughs) and freaking Cecilia by Simon and Garfunkel came on. And I literally had to text Corey saying, please tell me why I'm about to start breaking down bawling in the middle of Dub Scrubs. And it's because of this fucking book. (laughs) I was fucking laughing so hard because I was just like, I get it. Like I really do. Mine for me is the Keep on Smiling by Wet Willie. (sighs) That one to me, like, it's a good, for me, it would be like a song I would listen to barbecuing or chilling in my backyard. But when it applies to the story, it's just, like, somber. Isn't it's it a- crazy how songs and, like, certain things can, like, tie back to that? Yes. Like, trauma. It really is kind of trauma. Kate Stewart, <laughs> if you're listening, your book caused us fucking trauma. Thank you. Pay for my therapy bill. <laughs> we still love you. Yes. <laughs> no, I definitely think... We get attached to how the author portrays it in the book. Um, They do a really good job of that. Mm -hmm. The authors do... Their creativity is amazing. Mm -hmm. And how somebody comes up with a story like this and can put it into words and capture the readers as they have. And she literally made us hate a fictional character for a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. she really made us Mm -hmm. mad at a fictional character for a minute. Like. Do you know the kind of, like, <laughs> thought process that has to go behind that? Like, <laughs> Right. And I actually saw um, one of the Facebook groups that we're in with Kate Stewart. Somebody asked, does the author cry when she... I can't talk about this. So no. Never mind. Redo it. What were we talking um, Corey just fucked up and gave a spoiler, so we had to cut that scene out. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen sooner, and la- sooner or later. As soon as it came out of her mouth, I'm like, nope. She cut me, and I went, oh, my heart dropped. And I was like, fuck. At least this isn't live. Yeah, because if it was live, I would have really just fucked up. Anywho, um, we were talking about how the author puts her emotions into the books, and somebody asked her if she feels the emotions that her readers have felt going through the emotions that we feel as she's writing the book. Exactly. And when you read this book, you'll understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And she said, yes, like, I feel every emotion that you guys have felt Aww. reading it. And I was like, that's what being an author is. Like, you get so attached to your characters and you love them. Like, mm-hmm. they're a part of your head. Like, it's how, yeah. I, how I feel like when yeah. somebody's talking about it. So do you think they get a book hangover after every book they write? I would say yes, in my opinion, just because... Look at how long it takes some writers to do it. You know what I mean? Like, they they have to take time after it. Um, I wasn't it. I don't know. I saw it somewhere where an author said, "I need some time to heal after writing." I think it, it was Ashley Jade after the words. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say because I, I knew that right. that one really fucked her up. Yes. Um, and so with that, like, 
I think, yeah, they they have to take the time to heal themselves because mm-hmm. I think they're also more attached to... That's exactly what mm-hmm. I was going to say. They're more attached to them because they're inside their heads. Mm-hmm. They're writing their stories. Yeah. yeah. They literally created these characters. And even as we get attached and we go through the emotions, they are literally the ones that created those mm-hmm. emotions. And so I'm sure it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, way hard. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, so I guess that can talk, go into our next one with Kate's hate that she's been getting on Facebook mm-hmm. with this. Um, you saw this a little bit more than I did, so I'm going to let you go on that. Yeah, so she posted a long tangent in her recovery room um, saying that she's been getting a lot of heated discussions on the group because people don't agree with how she wrote the story. And she said that from now on, anyone that... Um, disagrees or has something bad to say will be removed from the group and she said that that group is her safe space that Mm -hmm. is like where she wants to go to discuss her work with the people who support her Mm -hmm. and people are just going on there bashing her characters bashing her storyline and how it ended and how they would have done things differently Mm -hmm. and like if you're in a group about that author why would you do that go to goodreads (sighs) That's what she said. She said, if you have a bad and negative thing to say about it, please go to Goodreads because they're, I think she said they were unsolicited or something like mm-hmm. that, um, where you can give your review. She's open to hearing your reviews, but whereas we're on the Facebook group, it is there for a reason to discuss the books because if you're in it, you have to answer questions before you're even in it to know what happens. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't get the spoilers. But at the same time, most of the people in there have respected it and have loved the books and loved the characters and are very, very nice reading it, you know? Yeah. But when you have people like that that are doing that, they're just being disrespectful at that point, in my opinion, because you're just hurting the person that created this. And that's what's hard for me as like a, a reader. It hurts my heart for her. Yeah. She's the one that literally created the group. Mm-hmm. She was the one that started this group. And she said that she created it as a safe space for her. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that people are taking advantage of that, it really irks me the wrong way. You know, it's. But I feel like that's also something we're just going to deal with with social media. You know, this has been around for a long time. And I think it hurts us as readers because we're a part of it. And we are so passionate about reading and passionate about the characters and passionate. We are very empathetic people. Mm -hmm. And so we feel for the authors. Yeah. And I just. I don't, like she said, she doesn't care if you didn't like the book. She doesn't Mm -hmm. care if you want to give it a bad review or anything, but go to Goodreads to do that. Agreed. So keep keep the safe space for us to talk about it and discuss our opinions, our thoughts, our questions, you know, that's a place to do that. And I understand this book is it for everybody. I will tell you, reading the first one, I really didn't know if I wanted to continue just because I was so fucking confused and I was kind of just like, okay, let's get through it. And then going through the rest of it, I got really hooked and it developed that character attachment. Mm -hmm. So I could understand it. And you don't have to like the way she wrote the books. You don't have to understand it. It's not for you to understand. That's the writer's process. Mm -hmm. I personally think she did it in a beautiful way. Absolutely. Am I hurt? 100 fucking percent. But I don't... For that story and, like, the storyline and the discussions that need to be happening after you've read the book, I just feel like there was so much that you 
positivity you can say about it like it, absolutely it's beautiful uh-huh. it really is and the last book also has like angst in it and mm-hmm. stuff it's not just oh. <laughs> and if you know me angst is my shit i think i'll read about anything so i'm good <laughs> i love yes. the angst and the good shit <laughs> i agree i think that like tied it together very well she ended it on a very high note mm-hmm. i feel like she just ended it in the way that she could you know what i mean like there wasn't it wasn't even... I don't believe it was supposed to even have a third book. It was supposed to end... Yeah. She was X. just going to do a, a short cool. novella. Okay. I didn't even know that. I I'm pretty she, sure that's what it was. Okay. I didn't know... If, okay, so if she's going to do that, I heard she's going to do do a duology, so just the first two. If she would have left it at the second one, I probably would have been way more heartbroken. Oh my gosh. Like, I would have been writing emails. <laughs> Dear <I'm> gonna... <laughs> Mr. Royal Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I... Yes, 100%. So I think she did a very well job of this. Um, I think it was just fantastic. I think, like, I want to read more books by her, but I'm fucking terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've heard and read a lot of things of that all of her books make you ball, so I'm like, I need to be mentally stable <laughs> to read these, because I don't know how I'm supposed to Yeah. Um, yeah. It, there's been talk of people wanting her to write a book about Tyler. Has she said anything about that? So, you know? she was going to, um, I kept seeing it right after we read them. And unfortunately, she did say she's not going to write it right now. She's, Tyler's just not speaking to her, so she's not going to continue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not forever written off from what I've read and understand. That might be different. I may have missed posts. I don't know. But no, I haven't seen anything. If she writes it, I'm all fucking for it. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> all right, K-Baby, you take your time because I'm still healing. So <laughs> I need a little bit more time. Yeah. You take your time and we will get there. <laughs> all righty trip level in this this one you know what (laughs) (laughs) it made me trip like a motherfucker but it also made me cry like a motherfucker yeah i agree i think like my top chirp 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 was for sure the lake scene oh 100 which we know this has been discussed on tiktok so we're not breaking any rules (laughs) um (laughs) but that to me and i remember you asked me because TikTok was blowing it up when mm-hmm. we were reading it, and it's still blowing up. It's still a big book talk book. Um, and you asked me if I had gotten to the lake scene, and I'm all, oh, yeah, I got to it because I thought I did. No, <laughs> I did not get to the fucking lake scene. I remember getting to that, and I was just sitting there like, holy fuck, what am I reading right now? <laughs> like, that is not what I expected. It was okay. so good. Yeah. So good. And she, they, it felt so wrong, but it was so good. <laughs> I didn't feel wrong about a damn thing I didn't about either, it. but the character did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. But I was just all for it. I'm like, all right, let's oh, go. It was great. Yeah. I think this book is a very good chirp chirp, but I feel like it has its ebb and flow with oh, it. Oh, absolutely. It's up and down and up and down and up and down and then up and down again. Literally. Like you're having sex. <laughs> I'm like, literally, up and down on some dick. Okay. Uh, Alrighty. Would you say you would recommend this book then? Yes, I would recommend this a hundred times over as long as you are in a good headspace. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, I would just warn my readers, please be prepared for one fucked up ride because it's it takes you on all the emotions, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, all the anger. You the literally angst, feel everything. All of it. I also want to touch on this. If you read this book, please keep to the rules. I have seen... Maybe a handful, if that, of people who have broke and done, what is it called when, 
they uh, give you a, a spoiler alert. That's okay. what it's called. I couldn't think <laughs> of it. I'm like, I don't know My, what you're talking I, about. I had a brain fart, guys. Um, I've seen a few where they have done the spoilers, and I'm it kind of upsets me because you don't talk about it. There is a reason you need to go in completely blind. Like, it's better if you go in blind. Like, if I would have went in knowing about it, I probably would have... I would have been like, all right, I'll still read it, but I probably wouldn't have been so attached. Yeah, and it doesn't... I feel like you need to feel the emotions Mm -hmm. without knowing anything about it. It makes it ten times better. Yes. So, if you do read this book, or if you see anything on Book Talk that is saying spoiler alerts or anything, scroll the fuck past it. Run. Run. Run run to the hills, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is not one you want the spoilers for. This is not one... you just follow the rules. So if you read it and you do a review on it, please respect the rules. Please respect Kate Stewart, for instance, and all of the other readers, and just go for it. They literally <laughs> even quote Fight Club in the book because it's <laughs> yes. a secret, which is why we opened this was... Yes. First rule of Ravenhood Trilogy is you don't talk about Ravenhood Trilogy. <laughs> we were serious. It was not a joke. <laughs> it was not being fuckers. We were serious. Uh, I do want to <laughs> mention, too, we had this whole idea in our brains <laughs> for this orgy sesh mom's edition this week yeah Ooh, it was a shit show you guys <laughs> <laughs> to say the least the bare minimum it was great i mean my mom showed up and she did it and sh- afterwards she said that was so awkward i cannot read a m- smut scene sitting next to my daughter <laughs> how am i supposed to chirp she called it cluck but <laughs> that was like, the best. I know. She's like, I just, I don't think that this is going to be great. So you know what? We may try again in a couple weeks. Once we've worked out the kinks, we may do a different type of segment. We're still kind of trying to work on it and get some yeah. ideas flowing. And so, mm-hmm. um, just keep posted for what we decide we're going to do. Yeah, and bear with us because we have ideas, and sometimes they pan out in our head and then when we do it it's just like a complete fail and we're like oh fuck never mind and that's okay we're still giving you content so fucking take it oh she's getting <laughs> take it like a good girl <laughs> and we're getting a little bit what would you call that a praise kink or praise something? okay yeah praise oh. that's oh. that's next on my list <laughs> yes we will get to that because that's one we need to talk about because that's going to be a good topic yes okay Anyways, is there anything else we need to say about this book? No, I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode just because we can't touch on the details. Mm -hmm. But we just want our listeners to know how much we recommend this book if you're in a good headspace. So please take what we said and go fucking read it. Please. And then talk to us about it in personal messaging. Yes. No spoilers. No spoilers. I will cut you. Okay, she's the violent one. I'm the lover. She's the fighter. Maybe that's why I'm into like mafia and fucking (laughs) gunplay. I don't know. The gunplay is. I like Uh, it. I'm reading Haunting Adeline right now and Hunting Adeline right now. Mm -hmm. We are for sure covering those ones. Yes. Oh, okay. Alrighty. (sighs) Um, So we wanted to go ahead and say thank you for listening to today's episode. We are releasing our episodes bi-weekly, so we will keep you updated for upcoming episodes on our Instagram and TikTok. So give us a follow at smutsluts.bookpodcast. And next time, we are going to be reviewing Priest by Sierra Simone. Also, we do have a YouTube channel. If you want to watch us interact while we record our episode, you can subscribe to our channel at smutsluts.bookpodcast, all one word. 
before we go, we want to give a very special shout out to my brother, Kyler, who created our intro song from scratch. This dude is a DJing freaking god. Yeah. And (laughs) he also came over today to help us figure out our equipment um, because we are not very tech savvy. No. Bria is probably the most tech savvy, but we are having issues with our microphones. So he's letting us borrow his microphones and it's a whole shit show. So thank you so much, Kyler. Like yes, you Kyler. seriously have helped us so much. Mm-hmm. Same with Bria. We gave her a shout out last time. You guys are our godsends right now. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. And so you go ahead and keep it kinky smut sluts. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> smut sluts.